Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And our happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped and love's a circle with no end. Happiness is egg shaped and loves a circle with no end. Hello and welcome to the Happiness Is podcast with me, your host Bruce Aitchison from Happiness Is Egg Shaped. And that's right, I'm excited because today I actually feel quite honoured. This is somebody that I spoke to many, many moons ago. Um, we had a long chat on the phone. Love his energy, love his enthusiasm, love his purpose uh, that I think he's probably found in life. Was willing to give me a fair bit of his own story and it made me think and that's always a good conversation. We've been exchanging messages for a while and finally we have been able to pin down a time where we're both free and got the chance to have a chat. You all know Loose Heads, the charity. We're all well aware of the posts. They are very, very cool. The merchandise, the kit is very cool, but it all has a far greater purpose. Loose Heads are doing amazing things using this game that we love of rugby to make the world a better place. And who better to chat to than one of the founders, the man himself, Mr. Rob Shotton. How are you, sir? Hello, Bruce. What an introduction that was. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been... um... It's been a while since we had that first conversation, and I'm, I apologise that it's taken so long to to come on the podcast. But it's yeah, finally I'm here, and uh, we'll have a good chat. But thank you for having me. Please do not apologise. You are a ridiculously busy man. You make me look lazy. I love it, and you are now full time loose heads. Yeah, so two months into into sort of going full time, um, we've been at we had been at tipping point for. Sort of well over a year so it's quite nice um 
we call it a big scary leap, but it's not been as scary as first anticipated. Um, but we we owe it to our followership. We've, we've sort of built up Lucids over the last five years. It was our fifth birthday four weeks ago now, and um, we've built up a bit of a community that believe in what we do and we need to give it back to them. We owe it to them now to to sort of give it a full crack and undivided attention. It, it is huge. I mean, it's it's really well known, and the posts have become really iconic. That was a uh... Obviously, a deliberate move, but I mean, how simple is it? Whose idea was that? Who's claiming that one? Yeah, I can't claim that one. It was Dave. So there's three of us. It's it's me, my dad, Mark, and Dave, um, a, a friend of ours. And um, yeah, the the post I'm wearing now, wearing the post with pride, is is what we talk about. Um, the other thing that we, we've um, been speaking about recently as well, it's probably worth mentioning on this call because we said to ourselves, we said we need to make more of it. But the the posts are actually an L and a H um, for loose heads as well. So, yeah, um, I can't take any credit for that. It was it was all Dave, um, the genius. <laughs> Dave, the genius. That's That's got to be his sign-off now, Dave, the genius. <laughs> so it, it started with the three of you, but there's there's a fair old tale to, to get into this point. Are you able to take us through that that led to the birth of loose heads? Yeah, of course. So, like I said before, five years ago um, is where it all started. Um, it was a conversation at the end of a bar. All good rugby stories start in the bar, don't they? And, and this one does as well. So, yeah, it was, it was the three of us watching the Lions tour of New Zealand, um, talking about our rugby stories, our rugby journeys, as you do. But more importantly, it was about the people that we'd met along the way. Um, we'd all had mates that had had what we described back then as a bit of a life wobble. And we felt that we couldn't do anything positive for those mates other than that typical bloke thing and say, do you fancy another beer, mate? Which just doesn't help. It paints over the cracks. And, and that impotence drove us to form what is now Lucids. It was a germ of an idea about them. We didn't really know where we were going. And again, being typical blokes, we spent probably around about a year and a half not doing a lot. Um, but the conversation at the end of the bar didn't, you know, it didn't go away. Um, it kept coming back up. People that we knew, um, friends, family, but more importantly, probably the people that we didn't know, sort of saying, look, you're onto something quite special here. Um, using rugby, as you you and I both know this, um, and people listening to this will know that, rugby is that sport that has the togetherness, the camaraderie, the clubhouse feel. You walk into any clubhouse in the world, you've instantly got 40 new mates. Using that special community to do something positive within the, the mental health space. So that's where we started. We wanted to be good Samaritans and not bad Samaritans. We didn't want to cross on the other side of the road. Um, and that's that's where we started. We didn't get into this. To, you, you mentioned the clothing before. We did. None of us have a background in, in clothing. We didn't get into this to be a, a clothing company. But we said, you know, we've got a little bit of a community that believe in what we do. Um, you know, let's get the let's get the posts out there. Let's get the message out there. And that was sort of the, the start of it. That was the start of the journey. Do you feel the post spark some conversations? I think so. I think when I've spoken to, to people, I think rugby people will sort of see it in the street or see it on, you know, various different players that we've had wearing it and just sort of say, what is that? And, and want to find out a little bit more. And, and hopefully people do then click on because it is more than just posts on a T-shirt. The whole mission is to is to place a, a mental health lead into every rugby club in the world. Originally, we were saying it was a, a UK-focused mission, but we realised quite quickly that, well, one, Mental health doesn't stop at the borders. And two, we had quite a lot of people sort of get in touch from the rugby-loving English-speaking nations, Australia, New Zealand, USA, South Africa, 
and um, and sort of want to, you know, they wanted a bit of it. They wanted to be a part of it. So I think so. I think it all started with the posts. Um, people see the posts and they want to find out more, hopefully. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, I'm working in a boarding school and quite a lot of the boys will have a loose heads t-shirt or a loose head sweatshirt. And I, I always make the point of comment to them, do they know what it is? You know, I, while I want them to have a cool sweatshirt or cool t-shirt, that's that's great. But I always say to them, do you know what that is? And I said, oh, I, I know the guy from Loose Heads. Do you know why that started? So it, it's, it's, it is quite an interesting one. I think it is a conversation starter. So when, once you've had that chat on the end of the bar and it took you a year and a half, what, how does it work? How, how do you give birth to something like this? I think it was very much sort of crawl, walk, sprint. That's sort of one of our values. Um, we sort of, it was a big steep learning curve for us it still is um mental health mental fitness um but you know what you know rugby like i said it before you know it, we're we're dealing with a sport that has macho characters in it um but if they can come off the field and say it's okay not to be okay then that really does start to you know start to drive conversations and and you know when we first started this we realized that we realized two things um, because we aren't experts, we can't get into cure. So what we do is we work within what we call the loose head square, which is prevent, promote, educate, signpost. So there are four key pillars. That's sort of what we live and breathe. We also realised that shock horror. Nobody wants to talk about mental health twenty four seven. It just you know there, there's such a stigma attached to it. So what we try and do is we use rugby as that that vehicle to to drive open up the conversation, but also we change the dialogue to put a bit of a positive spin on it. And we talk about mental fitness quite a lot. Um, you know, we all go to the gym to keep fit, physically fit. What can we do to work on our mind and keep mentally fit? Um, and everything that we do, we try and keep it fun, engaging, um, and we promote it in bite-sized chunks. But I think that's sort of, that's, it's using rugby as that way of opening up the whole conversation. Have you and, and Dave and Mark, improved your own mental fitness and has this been a learning experience for the three of you as well i think so yeah 100 percent. i think it helps our our mental health um one of the five ways to well-being is is give and you know hopefully we're being good samaritans um and by giving we you know we get a little bit of a warm fuzzy feeling um i've never really been in a a dark place, I wouldn't say. I've had my brushes with mental health. Probably one of those big moments is when I went to university for the first time, moved away from from home, and, and sort of I did struggle a little bit, but um, you know, never really had, never really been in a, a, a dark place. Um, but when I started Lucids, I realised how little I was doing for one, my own mental health, but also just checking in with mates. I think it's it's really important. And one of our one of our partners, um, Talk Club. Uh, they they have this wonderful thing where they ask people how how are you how are you out of ten, and instead of how are you, which just sort of gets brushed aside with a I'm fine yeah good today mate you um, how are you out of ten gives that person a chance to just one have a bit of a think about what they are, and then answer it in a different way rather than just saying I'm fine I'm an eight today because I'm you know I've enjoyed the weather and blah 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 I've taken my dog out for a walk. Um, we do have one rule with that though, is that because everyone in the world will say a seven, because seven is the, the one number that you just sort of say, oh, he's not too low and he's not too high. So he must be all right. So we have a, 
a rule where if you pick or talk club have a rule but we've we've adopted it where if you pick a seven you're either a 6.9 or a 7.1 but 100 percent, it's it's definitely sort of opened my mind um to talk more about mental health mental fitness especially within my my circles my friendship groups um my support networks um but yeah 100 percent. and i think checking in on mates um I, I do a lot more of that than i than i used to for sure uh, i mean your passion comes through just just the way you're speaking the way it rolls off your tongue now that you've got that awareness have you found that that's had a nice ripple effect or the people around you you know taking that in and checking in on their circle of mates have, have you got some good stories about that yeah i think so. yeah 100 percent. we get um messages we're blown away really by the support that we get um from the community that we've built the rugby family we talk about that quite a lot i know you do on on, on twitter um but you know we sort of we've had a couple of pinch yourself moments um some that have just hit us right in between the eyes um one story and he won't mind me saying this but one guy got in touch with us just after lockdown so when people were getting back into playing rugby and he sort of he approached us on on instagram um and he just said hi guys you don't know me but um i quit rugby anxiety got the better of me um but your ideas your concepts loose heads posts um just loose heads community has, has made me feel a little bit special and, and and part of something bigger than myself um so to remind me that it's okay not to be okay and it's okay to feel down sometimes he got a a, a loose heads tattoo next to his watch strap and um a, you know the, the loose heads post and uh, he said thank you guys and um two weeks later his girlfriend messaged us and said you don't realize the impact you've had you've you've saved his life and i think that just it, like I said, it was a pinch yourself moment. It was sort of one of those moments where we just went, we're actually helping people, we're supporting people, and we need to do more of this, which is the whole, you know, the whole reason that we've gone full time in the last couple of months is because of stories like that. It's um, it's incredible. Um, we just got to keep doing more of it. <laughs> and it, I mean, that is incredible. And those are amazing stories. The the thing I find that same but different, like I do this podcast and then away it goes. I don't, I don't see any immediate impact of it. If I, if I speak in a room, I get the laugh or the tumbleweed instantly. Whereas when I do this, I don't know where people are listening to it. If they're listening at all, a lot of the work you're doing, you're never actually seeing the impact of it unless you get a nice story like that. That there must be a, a now a need or a desire from you to get out and press the flesh and see what's going on and see how clubs are living those values that you're talking about. Yeah, a hundred percent. It is one of the weird things about what we do because we we don't know because we're talking about mental fitness and we're trying to give people tips, advice on how to improve their mental fitness. Um, yeah, we'll we'll never really know if we've helped anyone unless they tell us but um we'll never that'll never stop us um if we can help just one person the reality is it's 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 all it's all been worth it we win a little bit but the reality is it's not about winning is it? it's about changing people's lives for the better um but yeah i think um like you said there one of the big targets one of the goals that we we sort of have now is to get out and 
and see how much impact we are having at clubs. So we've um, we've got five, we work with 500 rugby clubs, just over 500 rugby clubs around the world. 400 of those are UK based, and 100 sort of dotted around the world, mostly in America, but sort of dotted around Malta, Singapore, Hong Kong, Portugal, Uruguay, uh, crazy. Um, but I think we've we've sort of two of our most engaging clubs, Sidmouth and Chester. Um, so we're going to be doing a bit of bit of content with them in the next few months to just sort of go in and say how has Lucid's impacted you um, and hopefully ho- hopefully we get a few more success stories but it is difficult um, because sometimes you know we do get days where we're like pulling our hair out going is is what we're doing working but um, when we get messages like that it's, it is 100% all worth it like I said if we can save one person it's all worth it. Yeah, I, I just, again, I love the passion you talk about. Now, I love rugby clubs, um, which anybody who's followed me for any length of time will know that I, I love rugby clubs. To me, they, they they have that sense of belonging that we were talking a little bit about before we hit record. Um, there is a difficulty now, though, because rugby clubs are not necessarily open as often as they were um it's a struggle to get people to stick around and i'm really keen to see what content you're able to generate from these clubs that are engaging how how much will those stories that they tell help you get into more clubs is there a bit of a referral system happening um there there hopefully there will be so what we're working on at the moment is building a bit of an online community hub for the loose heads so the mental health lead that we're putting into every rugby club we're calling that a loose head um, so what we're working on at the moment is a bit of a network of loose heads. There won't be as well. The, the other thing to mention there is you'll know this because you said you're, you're a fan of rugby clubs, but rugby clubs are generally disjointed places. Um, that's what makes them so great. Um, but, you know, we have the any old club, you know, you've got the first team, the second team, the women's teams, the minis and juniors. So it is quite important to have maybe three or four different loose heads across all areas of the club. Um so what we're trying to do in the in the background, um, and hopefully as we go into the new season, we can we can sort of launch it quite quickly. But building sort of an online community hub for the loose heads to share ideas, knowledge, what's working, what isn't working with each other, um, and that we hope will just benefit everyone in the rugby in the rugby community in our in our sort of loose heads community. Um, so that's something that's that's sort of going on in the background. Hopefully. We can share knowledge, and and it's it all comes back to that same goal, isn't it? It's it's if we can just help one person, it doesn't matter if it's at Wilmslow, our club, or if it's at your club, Bruce. If we're helping that one person, we're saving that one person. It's it's all worth it. Hello, my name is Bruce Aitchison from Happiness is Egg Shaped, and I am here to tell you where you can get your Happiness is Egg Shaped merchandise. Go to www.halbro.com and search for Happiness is Egg Shaped in the stores. We've got it all. Umbrellas, snoots, hats, towels for when you eventually get to go on holiday to the beach or by the pool. We've got hoodies, we've got t-shirts, we've got all sorts going on there. Check it out. Get your Happiness is Egg Shaped merchandise. You can get it all coloured up for your favourite team or for your country. Get involved because you know, I know, everybody knows Happiness is Egg Shaped. So here's a rugby club. Um, we want to get involved with loose heads. What happens? Did, does someone go to the committee and say, I'll, I want to be the loose head 
let's get in touch or do the club say right folks we want to get uh, how are they engaging with you what's what's the sort of process for them to go about doing that yeah so every club's different um some committees are a little bit reluctant i guess to sort of you know what committees <laughs> are like at rugby clubs but um you know Not it, a chance. It, never at any club i've ever yeah, been never in. at any club yeah um it's a constant battle with, with with some clubs but that's that's absolutely fine it's just the way rugby is um but what what happens is a, a club will get in touch whether it's a, a willing parent a, a first team coach a physio someone on the committee um they get in touch with us um we send them the, the the welcome pack that explains a little bit more about what loose heads is and what i've just explained there um it'll then go into detail we've got a, a 10 component toolkit so i'll just run through a little bit about what that toolkit looks like so we've got uh, mental health training so in, an introduction into what mental health is which is a positive thing mental ill health and how to spot signs in your teammates and how to create kind of culture at your rugby club so we ex expect is probably the wrong word we we sort of give that for the loose heads to sort of undertake the the training we've done that with mental health foundation it's a it spits out a, a cpd uk accredited um certificate so that that's sort of the the first step um to sort of give you that education and an understanding um just whilst on that it's probably important to say that that loose head isn't expected to know all the answers um that's 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 key um a couple of other things in the in the toolkit we work with a company called govox um fantastic partner of ours they um they're a well-being check-in platform so what that does is it sends out a communication to rugby club members each month uh, 10 non-intrusive questions it takes five ten minutes to complete and it'll spit out any red flags or any concerns so that loose said will know who they need to talk to at the end of training if they've got five or ten minutes um talk club i mentioned it before we want to it says what it is on the tin another great partner of ours but they um they want to set up a, a talking club alongside every rugby club that we're working with. And um, it all starts with, how are you out of 10? Um, and hopefully when you leave that talking club, you're a, you're a higher number than, than what you walked in as. Um, we want to get out and do events. Um, we've also just announced four weeks ago, uh, on our just, just before our fifth birthday, we announced uh, a major milestone of ours, which is, I mentioned it before, that because we aren't experts, we can't get into the cure space. But we do get a lot of messages from partner clubs and and across social media people who need help and because we're not experts we can't offer that advice um we're just not qualified to do so so we've now launched a text service in collaboration with shout so you know if you text the number um you can get you know an operator to speak to you within uh, within a, you know a couple of minutes so that's the toolkit um essentially the toolkit acts as a bit of a a bit of a menu for for clubs um not everything will work for every rugby club but we hope that some things will allow clubs to normalize conversations promote positive mental fitness and ultimately tackle the stigma which is essentially what we're what we're all about again i love it now there's the obvious partners of the the rugby clubs but i mean you've already mentioned there three pretty significant organizations because you're signposting you're working with a, a huge number of other partners there's then you know looking at the real logistics you've got people who are having to supply you with stuff whether that's merchandise or so there's a huge logistical operation going on here to provide the service that you are putting together is that is that a challenge for you 
Uh, yeah, it is a challenge, <laughs> but it's Dave's challenge. And uh, Dave the genius again. Um, I try and get involved in it, and Dave just tells me to go away. Um, <laughs> so, and it's the same for, for Mark as well. I think, you know, I mean, he, he actually doesn't even ask to get involved. Um, Dave just just completely runs it. But yeah, it's it's a bit of a challenge, um, especially at the moment with all the challenges that you know. There's, I think, every clothing brand. Um, We'll, we'll say exactly the same thing that they're struggling at the moment because of various different factors. Um, one, it's it's the summer. We're not talking about rugby as much as as much as usual. Um, we've got prices for everything going up. Um, you know, people people aren't going to buy a t-shirt. But you know, if it's it's if it's if it's for something that's a bit of a good cause, then hopefully people will. You know still get behind it but yeah it brings its own challenges for sure but just on on the partnership side of things um so i've talked about a couple of those within the toolkit but we're also working with um premiership rugby um so we've worked with them for the last couple of years we're now going to be doing a lot more with them in the in the upcoming season so um hopefully we're going to be having a, a loose head announced at each one of the 13 premiership rugby clubs so that's a, a really big you know positive message for us and we can we can sort of reach those clubs and, and and start spreading the message we're also working with during the month of may it was mental fitness month over in the mlr in the states um we partnered up with them throughout the month and we're going to be working with them on a on sort of a long-term partnership moving forward as well so premiership rugby mlr and a couple of other big conversations in the background going on as well um a next big step for us as well is that um you know, loose heads can't be anything without a bit of funding. So we are looking for a sort of a corporate sponsor. Um, so most of our time in the last few weeks has been taken up by various different calls and, and meetings. Um, some very, very good positive meetings going on at the moment, but we're on a bit of a mission to find a, a partner to, to join us on the journey and just get involved and be a part of, of, of this you know, it's something that's not going away. So be a part of, of this whole mission alongside us. You're, you're, a, you're a busy boy. You're a busy boy. So, <laughs> sounds to me like you're going to be racking up some air miles too, being the employee of uh, Loose Heads. A little trip here, a little trip there. The, well, I hope so. At loose Heads tour, maybe. <laughs> get, get on the side of the plane, get the post the side of a plane. Oh, the, that's what, you know, when we want things into rugby clubs, there, there is still a need to sell it to them. Um, and the way you're doing that using ambassadors and, you know, having the premiership, if it's good enough for the premiership, then hopefully it's good enough for us. You've got Sean Edwards involved. I mean, if ever there was a symbol of that, I think you used the phrase macho before. I mean, Sean Edwards, you know, just gave everything angry looking he's a defense coach he's bringing steel to france all that kind of thing for him to be associated with you and with the posts and tackling the stigma to me that's an absolute master stroke did he did he take much convincing was he all in did you know how, how did that come about yeah i think we needed a big scary looking bloke to be the patron of our foundation you hit the nail on the head there but um no convincing at all because he's just a true rugby bloke and he completely got it when we asked him. So essentially my dad, Mark, um, played with Sean 
at um, schoolboy level. He was the captain and Sean was fly half. And my dad stopped him taking a kick. Um, the guy who then took the kick missed the kick and they lost the game. And my dad had always said, you know, down the years, um, you know, I used to play with Sean Edwards. He's a good mate of mine. And um, my mum and dad went up to <laughs> went up to Murrayfield actually to watch Wales versus Scotland when Sean Edwards was the coach, and he um, they, they were on the way back down, driving back to back to Cheshire, and um, on the way back they stopped for a, a Burger King or whatever, and um, Sean Edwards was there getting a Burger King as well, and my mum said, "You have to go and prove to me that he is a mate of yours, and you did play with him." So my dad went up and he sort of plucked up the courage to go and ask him. Um, and it was just, that was just at the very first, you know, Lucid was probably three, four months old. Um, and he walked up to him and he said, hi, I'm Mark. We used to play together. And Sean Edwards just looked at him and went, right, nice, nice one. Walked off. And my mum just sort of went, right, so you, you know him then. And five minutes later, Sean Edwards walked back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And goes, you stopped me taking that kick. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have got that kick. And um, they just they, they sat down. They had a coffee. They um, they had a bit of a chat. You know, if you've worn the same colours and all that, um, rugby's that special game. But you know, they, they exchanged numbers, and we asked him, um, "Do you want to to get involved in loose heads?" And he, he no, like I said before, no convincing at all. Um, again, it's if you've worn the same colours, you're, you're friends for life, and. Um, he was actually on the way to, to see his, his dad. He was ill at the time. Um, that's why he was driving back without the team. So I think there was something in there that, that made him sort of think about his mental health. And he's been um, he's been ace. He's that sort of figurehead, isn't he? That, you know, just sort of a, a big name in rugby that people will listen to. And it's, it's, it's great to have him on board. It's just a shame he's over in France, so we can't do as much content with him as, as we'd like. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, as as I say. I think it's a masterstroke. It's brilliant to hear such a personal story that that brings him to that point and uh, part of that rugby family that we know and love. So yeah. you then have you know you've got Premiership players wearing the posts. They're they're on your social media. Uh, that grabs kids. I think if if not your clubs, I think kids will look at it and go right. If it's okay for him now, probably. Sean Edwards, when he was at his pomp as a player, he would probably struggle to tell you of any teammate or anyone he knew that had mental health. 
Whereas I would imagine now we can probably all sit here and go, my mate, or I knew him, or he, or now we've all got a story to tell. Part of that, you must, you know, part of what you're doing is bringing that to the fore. People are now sharing these stories. We are beginning to tackle the stigma. Still a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think, yeah, with the conversation wouldn't have happened in a changing room 20 30 years ago um it just it just wouldn't have happened i know that me personally i don't think i even heard the term mental health until probably late teens um and that that just goes to show how much it's well how much we didn't talk about it and now it's it's coming into the forefront we are talking about it that's our job our job is to talk about mental health um talk about mental fitness change that dialogue um but I think slowly but surely we are we are breaking down that stigma and getting people like you know wearing the posts um, and just coming out and talking. You know, for example, a Joe Marler coming out and telling his story. It just normalises the conversation. It just allows you said it there. But younger people, um, if we can start that conversation earlier, um, then hopefully the next generation will be you know it'll be a normal conversation to have. Um, I think. Back in the day, um, well, we need we need it basically. We need mental health to be a normal conversation, as like breaking a leg is, and you go to a physio, or you know, on the way back on on your recovery, you come you come into that recovery stage. And I think we need to get to this point where mental health is spoken about in the same breath as as physical health. Um, we are we are getting there, but um, we want to use. I mean, inviting players and 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 people um rugby players not just elite players and our ambassadors but people in the grassroots game as well um to come out and just use our platform use our platform and speak about your story if you're if you're willing to do so and you're comfortable to do so because it will it'll help a lot of people have your ambassadors commented on the impact it's had on them or impacted them like you're saying that you now check in on your mates maybe more regularly have you found that your ambassadors are benefiting from their involvement yeah, 100%. Even a video that we posted the other day um, was Brad Shields. Um, he got in touch. He had, a, you know, the infamous Brad Shields beard, and he said he's going to shave it off. Uh, he wanted a new start. He had a bit of an injury. He wasn't being himself, and he wanted to do it for a, a mental health charity, and that's when uh, he found us. And um, he, his learning curve, he'll say this himself, but his learning curve has been a, you know, like us when we first started this, it's a steep, steep learning curve. Um, and he, in that video, he just said, I didn't really know that much about mental health until I got involved in, in loose heads. And now he's an ambassador and he's checking in on his mates. Um, he's producing content for us like that, where it just gets people thinking. Um, but yeah, 100%, I think we've got a whole host of, of stories like that with, um, with ambassadors that, you know, that some of them in the last couple of weeks as well, I think it was what I was asking them to do a few bits around us sort of turning five so the fifth birthday and um a couple of them sort of just not not publicly just messaged me and just said love what you're doing really appreciate it and it's made me a better person be, by being involved in loose heads and that like oh, wow absolutely amazing like these people are role models they're heroes in my eyes and they're sort of telling me that it's it's, it's incredible to see so yeah it's, it's really nice 
For the last six years, Fill Your Boots has been making rugby happen at the grassroots level. Please get involved and go to www.fybrugby.com to register your club or to register as a player and join the online community to make sure that games continue to happen in the future. Join in clubs with players and players with clubs to make sure that we can keep the club game as strong as possible. Fill your boots, bringing rugby together. So, you know, you've done so much. You've got these partnerships going. The tech service is now up and running. There's a huge amount to getting people involved in things and you've got your social rugby program how's that going uh it's not off the ground yet (laughs) we've been talking about it for quite some time but um now we're full time we've got a bit more bit more time to to focus on this and and that social rugby um for those people that are, are listening in um social rugby isn't really a a sexy name for it so we're trying to think of a sexy name for it which is hopefully it could be something around friday night light so l-i-t-e so it's touch rugby um but the main the main reason for for that social rugby concept is so with three different categories it's people that are 40 40 45 and above um they have given up rugby they've, they've retired from rugby but they don't have that excuse to go down to the rugby club anymore and it's not about the rugby. If it was, you may as well pack up and leave. Um, it's about the social connection. It's about meeting people. It's about checking in your mates. And it's about just having a bit of a laugh and, and, and doing something um, with your mates. Um, the second category is people that are my age. I don't play rugby. Why don't I play rugby? I don't know. Um, I gave I gave up a few years ago and I don't have a clue why. It's probably because I just got a little bit busy and didn't feel like I had enough time to go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, repeat. Um, but this, you know, this social rugby is a way of getting those people back into playing rugby. Um, you know, showing them that, showing them what they're missing. Um, and it, again, it comes back to that social connection um, and, and playing with your mates. And the third one is um, with everything that we do at Lewis Eds, it, it is for everyone. Um, and this angle is the the women's um, everything. You know, women that like rugby that have never given it a go probably because they look at it and go i don't want to do contact sport i don't want to be tackled i don't want to play rugby this gives them that soft introduction into into rugby so those three different categories um get them all down to a, a central location and have a bit of fun play rugby for half an hour 45 minutes an hour it doesn't really matter it's about checking in on your mates it's about asking those questions it's about talking to people um it's about the social connection uh, but that's so it's a concept that we're working on at the moment um in the background like one of the many things that we're working on but yeah hopefully as the new season kicks off we can we can get that up and running yeah i love it and i've i know people that are playing walking football and walking netball and walking rugby and like you say, they're not they're not finishing it by telling you about the try they scored, about what happened. They're telling you about the laugh they had or the person they saw or the the memory that it triggered, and it, it's a brilliant thing. You've got so much going on. You're five years old. Have a look into that loose heads crystal ball. Five years time. What are loose heads up to in five years time? Oh, what a question! What a question! <laughs> um, 
You've got your big sponsor, your big sort of corporate partner. You've got yeah. somebody in every rugby club, you know. But you'll you'll be busier than ever, I would imagine, in five years' time. Yeah, I think it's just it's it's more of what we're doing now. We're doing a lot of good stuff at the moment. It's just continuing to do that and accelerating it. So it's having loose heads. Um, so there's there's mental health leads in all of the the sort of the big rugby loving nations. Um, across Europe, across the world. Um, it's having loose heads advocates um, going out to deliver conversations to rugby clubs, it's schools, universities. Um, we're going to be focusing a lot more on different mental health training modules. So at the moment, that introduction to mental health is up there and available right now. We're actually currently working on a, a youth. I'd love to speak to you off air about this, Bruce, but a, um, a youth mental health module so it's all about body image body positivity um social media resilience rejection barriers to support um all these things that 10 to 18 year olds and that age category face every day um we're currently working on that so it's it's building that resort you know resource pack so that we can put out to all of the partner clubs that we have on board um just keep churning out content that that helps people and supports people um and just tackling the stigma, more more success stories that um, we spoke about at the, at the start. Um, it all comes back to that conversation at the end of a bar, and we'll never ever lose sight of that um, if we can help one person. So, you know, more more success stories. Um, but yeah, hopefully, like you said at the start, um, hopefully we'll be redundant because <laughs> we'll, we'll the job will be done. But um, it's it's a, it's a problem. Unfortunately, it's a problem that's not going away anytime soon. Um, and hopefully we can just change people's lives for the better. Mate, I, I just love it. I'm, I'm just loving listening to you. Um, so he, here's one for you. You have to use social media to get your message out. Um, and certainly over the last two and a bit years, it, it's been impossible to do it in any other way. Um, I use social media. I get a lot from it. I use it socially. I, I talk to kids about that a lot, that I use social media to be social. You, you could be a premiership player who doesn't play well and all of a sudden there's a whole load of tweets where you're being added and, you know, your things are in your DMs. But you can also be a kid looking at an image thinking, I'm not that and I want to be, and you go about it in the wrong way. There, there must be times where you're scrolling through social media and you wince at what you're seeing thinking, good grief, this these people need some loose heads. What? How do you get around that? I mean, we want to just click our fingers and make things better. We understand that can't happen. How do you how do you get your head and heart straight when you see things like that and you know you can't just click your fingers? Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? Social media, like you say there, is such a positive space and a negative space at the same time. And it is, it's a tricky one. Um, I think... What we try and say is, you know, use social media in small doses, but also don't believe, listen, take to heart everything that you see on on social media. Um, not, yeah, yeah. I, th I think that's the, the other thing. The other side of it is the people that are hurling out abuse on on social media. We had a chat with um, with Mo Hunt um on on the on the on our podcast when we had it in, in in lockdown and um she said something really interesting actually which was 
we need to focus in on those people who are hurling abuse as well because they're the people who need help as well so the thing that i wanted to say there and finish that off with is, is just be kind um be kind it's just it i was about to say it's not hard it is it isn't hard but it, it's just one of those things if we can all be a little bit kinder um the world will be a better place um, but use social media in small doses um and if something is there that you don't like you don't you don't need to look at it and you don't need to believe it you don't need to look at it um yeah yeah, I, I tell the boys here, I, I show them the Joe Marler interview about mental health. Uh, I quite often use that at the beginning, not the whole documentary, but I use the, the clip where he talks about it. Um, but I also talk to them about social media and I, I've blocked Donald Trump, Katie Hopkins, uh, Piers Morgan. I said they, they could not care that Bruce Aitchison has blocked them. But for my mental health, that's why I've blocked them because I yeah. don't need to see what they're putting into the world. And they need, they need to hear stories, don't they? Not, not just kids, you know, people that are in that headspace and their heart feels the way it does. They need to hear stories of people, I suppose, being real, talking it through, talking about their own mental health, something, I don't know if you saw it, but I posted something a while ago because someone said to me, um, maybe people need to see that you're not always happy. And I hadn't really thought of that. And mm. I posted something. And some of the messages that I got privately, like, a bit like you're saying, you know, tears to my eyes, knocked my socks off. Storytelling is a huge part of what you're doing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Story, storytelling and story doing. Um, we've spoken a lot about what that looks like. And I think where we're at, we need to – there's quite a lot of people – we spoke about this at the start of the podcast, but there's a lot of people that um, – know what loose heads is because of this you know the posts on the on the t-shirt but do they know can we bridge that gap between that who they know you know they know who loose heads are they know what loose heads is but do they know how to get involved and do they know what we do um and that's a big part of what we're doing at the moment we're trying to story tell um and and get out there and and do it you know do a bit more in in that sense but um hundred percent it's it is storytelling it's um normalizing the conversation it's it's um tackling the stigma by normalizing the conversation it's it's all of those things the the rainbow posts were i thought were just majestic i mean what a fabulous move um how's that been received how have you was that a chat at the end of the bar was that just a logical no no we, we just got to do this how did the rainbow posts happen yeah, I think I said it before, but everything that we do at Lucids, it you know, just like rugby is a game for everyone, Lucids is for everyone and it should be for everyone. Um, and we have a lot of partner clubs that, um, you know, LGBTQ plus clubs. And um, we did it a while back with, um, you know, just us having a bit of a conversation and just saying we could just change our, we did it on social media and uh you know like quite a lot of people do it on social media they change their their logo to the the, the rainbow um you know, the rainbow colors and, and we just sort of like 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 the look of the the post and we said do you know what let's let's support the lgbtq plus community by getting this out there and and, and sort of start again it's, it was all about starting conversations so funnily enough the um the t-shirts 
um, are probably one of our most popular T-shirts as well. As you know, and it just goes to show that that rugby and rugby families and rugby communities get behind people. Um, we, we you know we deal a lot with um, quite a lot of those. Like I said before, those clubs. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more with with those clubs in the next few weeks and months as well. So that's one to keep keep an eye out um, for. But yeah, we're, we're we're for absolutely everyone. We're as inclusive as as possible. Yeah, amen, brother. Because uh, that's that's been a challenge just ever so recently, um, yeah. and it's it's really impacted a lot of a lot of mental health from people that were already struggling. But it's also brought brought it to the fore for others. Um, I I had I copped it uh, on social media, and then I was at the sevens at the Commonwealth Games, yeah. and uh, two people came up to me and and said thank you for what i posted and then i was walking along and i pretty much got assaulted by an england fan uh, but i'd helped her wife with something on tiktok which i still don't understand but it was there were two amazing little moments and i'd genuinely been i'd, I'd copped it from various um on social media taking a real shoeing from some people and people left and didn't follow happiness egg shaped which i've that go for it like i'm i'm pretty easy with that but uh i, I just loved that i just thought I, it shouldn't be brave but it almost felt like it was brave but like you've said you are for everyone everyone has mental health we should all be able to welcome people into rugby yeah. with that then said um you know you've you've got your your little band of loose heads that are sending out those hopefully meaningful and and purposeful ripples What's come back to you from from those people that you've put in as loose heads or from those clubs that's made you think, do you know what? This has got legs that we can go to those places you've mentioned. I think um, it's all about sharing knowledge, like we said before. We've actually learned a lot from the loose heads at clubs. Um, so one of the things we're working on at the moment, that youth mental health module, wasn't our idea. It was a few clubs that approached us and said, this is what we need. So it's all grouping together as, as one, um, as that rugby community, like we say, to, to support and help others and, and each other. Um, so I think we've, we, you know, we've had numerous success stories. Um, one of those, which was the, obviously the tattoo, we've had a whole host of those, um, which show that we're, we're sort of on the right path, but we're, Lucids is not about us. It's not about us at all. It's about us as in the wider sense of us. It's about the rugby community. So if anybody has, we're three very easygoing guys that, you know, we love rugby. We, we, we love helping people. We love supporting people. Um, but we can't do it on our own. So it's really nice that people have actually now approached us and said, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Can you do this? Um, that's where we see the most, you know, that that in, in itself is a success story because it shows that we're just we're just the platform. We're just three guys that are hopefully very very passionate about it, um, and we're all we're all in it together. It's it's so good. You it sounds to me like when you wake up in the morning. You're you're looking forward to what's coming. You're you know you're excited by the challenges that you face, knowing that it's having the impact. 
working for Loose Head's a pretty good gig? I think so. It is the best. I'd said when I had just obviously left my job two months ago, but I was doing that job and Loose Head's at the same time. And Loose Head's is by far the best thing I do. Um, how can't it be? Rugby is my sport and I'm helping people along the way. So, yeah, 100%. It's the best thing I do. I love it. Now, you've got heaps of ambassadors um, doing good things. They're engaging. They're, you know, they're, they're wearing the posts. I'm going to put you massively on the spot here, my man. Oh, I don't like being put on the spot. Pick, <laughs> pick, pick an ambassador that you would love to see wear the posts. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving you Dan Carter and Charlotte Kaslick as, as my two. Yeah, Dan Carter is an interesting one. We've we've been in touch. Well, we've been in touch with his agent, and he sent back a response from Dan Carter, who actually responded to say he he's got his own charity stuff going on. He's got his own commercial deals, so he can't get involved. But he said he's heard of Loose Heads and to keep up the great work. So that in itself was a oh, really nice. nice nice message. And it was a we have pinch pinch yourself moments sort of all the time, and that was. That was a big one. Ruby Tui of, um, of oh, yes. I think she she would be up there as a as an ambassador choice. Um, I've been in touch with her agent. Really, just want to get her on board. She's very vocal about mental health, mental fitness. So yeah, this is a call to get Ruby Tui on board as, as an ambassador. Um, I think um, I'm. I, I've been to New Zealand and I love the All Blacks and I love New Zealand as a country. So just any of the All Blacks. Yeah, <laughs> nice one. I love it. I love it. Well dealt with. Yeah, Ru- Ruby too is just gold, isn't she? And she's, I just love that she's willing to have those conversations. I think I, I think you could throw her anything and she'd have a conversation with you about it and she'll talk about herself. And she's, you know, that, that um, sense of belonging in those teams is so strong, isn't it? That you would like to think they're looking after each other, but it'd be great if they could don, don the posts. Yeah, yeah, just wear a t shirt, that's fine. Yeah, colors as well. In New Zealand. Uh, exactly, yeah. I, I think you're uh, you're really plugging it. If if we could get this to Ruby Tui, then the deal's done. I'll get Sean to clip this up and we'll just start bombarding her on all platforms. <laughs> uh, I'll get Jill Douglas to speak to her. Jill Douglas did that interview with her yeah. at the Olympics, that was. Yeah just awesome two great ladies on the screen Robert I I love speaking to you I'm so glad that we finally nailed down the time Uh, you are making the world a better place my man you and your and your band of of loose heads it's such a positive thing I absolutely love it Um, I did I did give you a little primer at the beginning so as as we get to the end of the pod Rob uh, I need you to finish a sentence for me so for you happiness is loose heads I'd get told off if I didn't say that. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. He's become quite the corporate beast, hasn't he? <laughs> I love it. Rob, listen, please keep in touch. You're, uh, we spoke about this before we hit record, that there's a huge number of people we've connected with through the screen or on the phone. And uh, I hope at some point soon we're able to maybe stand at the end of a bar and, and chew the fat and come up with a great idea like you and your guys did with Loose Heads. Bruce, thank you. I've, I've really enjoyed this chat. And I think um, just before we, we click the, the end of the call, um, I just wanted to say thank you to you because you were one of the first supporters of Loose Heads as well. And, and you know, Happiness is Egg Shake across Twitter. 
he shared our posts, he shared our ideas, he shared what we were all about. So um, without people like you, we wouldn't be where we are today. So thank you. It really means a lot. And I've enjoyed this chat. Thank you. You're a ridiculous sweetheart. You know that. <laughs> You're good for my mental health, my man. Good to see you. Thank you. I'll speak to you soon. Good to see you. Take care. You gotta love people that are making the world a better place for others. And Rob, Dave, and Mark came up with an idea at the end of bar. Remember all those bar conversations you had? We had a good idea. Well, those guys made it happen. So join them. Uh, if you're listening in Clubland, it's your club, a loose heads club. Get involved, please. Get somebody signed up. Get involved. Let's start the conversation. Let's tackle the stigma. And where the posts, it's it's great stash. And if Sean Edwards is wearing it, it it's got to be good. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, uh, you can catch us on Apple, Acast and Spotify. You can watch on YouTube and Facebook. Tell your friends, leave us a review and spread the word. Let's get that conversation going. We want everyone to have good mental fitness and let's look after each other because we're all in this together. Until next time, my name is Bruce Aitchison from the Happiness Is podcast and my happiness is egg-shaped. I can do the corporate stuff too. All of it. Hello, I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end. No, 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 Happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end. 